Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I read it OS, your science questions answered. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of I Read It Online Somewhere. We are here every couple of weeks to discuss what we have read online and answer your strange but wonderful science-based questions. Like, can lemon juice give you a positive COVID test result? I'm Amy and I failed science at school, but luckily for me, I'm joined by two science teachers, Andrew. Hi. And Ross. Hello. Each week, we look at some of the science stories we read online and try to answer your questions. If you do want to get in touch with us with your questions, you can email us at ireditos at gmail.com or follow us on all social media at ireditos. So first of all, we're going to go to what we've read online this week, which is Ross. So... What I read online this week, I thought you were introducing the story. I it's all about it. hair. So can I, I, you can I just quickly say, uh, happy birthday, Ross. Well, thank you very much. Cause... I'm 47 today. <laughs> you might feel 47. Yeah, I feel like it. Too. You, well, you do look at it a wee bit. <laughs> um, to let everyone know my real age, I, did not, I was not allowed an AstraZeneca vaccine. That's how you age right. people now. You're either allowed oh. an AstraZeneca or not allowed an AstraZeneca. Okay, so the headline is a pun, as always, um, and it is Fly Away With Me. Dyson hairdryer now creates salon-style hair with new physics trick. Now, do you both know... Wait, a... what, what was the pun? Fly Away With Me. How is that a pun? Fly away. Fly away hair, like frizzy hair. Did you read the Fly article? <laughs> yeah, I did. I'm just, I'm... Fly <laughs> away. I'm not getting the pun. Like, I don't like fly away pun. bits of hair, frizzy hair. Yeah, but why? Why is it like? Oh my god, Ross, you didn't do well at English at school, so we don't have time. That's a whole different podcast. I don't get what. Um, So Andrew, why is it in a different colour? What's going on? Are you Andrew? Are you aware of the Dyson hairdryer? Uh, Right. So so, yeah, it's kind of like the donut that's on the stick. Yeah, very expensive one though. I I'm not gonna lie. I don't really understand how it works. It's just like a normal hairdryer. But it's uh, like £300 because it's got the name Dyson attached to it. It's like they're Hoovers, isn't it? Or sorry, vacuum yeah. cleaners. Vacuum cleaners. Um, so they basically added that you can get, you see, with hairdressers, you get a uh, hairdryer, so you get a lot of different attachments. So you get like a skinny one for if you want to try and do a blow dry yourself, or you can get. Um, well, I know a hairdresser word, diffusing. A diffuser. Yeah, that's because you've got a wife with A diffuser is like one of those big wide ones. Mm-hmm. That takes with, out with the forks. takes out the speed of the wind, of the air, but doesn't reduce the heat. 
Yeah, but if you've got curly hair, you should be drying at a very low temperature. Um, you do. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, there you the go. Hot, and you should always finish your hair with cold air rather than hot air. So it's de- sets in, so it sets in place. Sorry, oh. this is turning into a a hairdressing <laughs> hairdressing wow. podcast. But anyway, so you get different attachments. So I've just had a haircut too, guys. And what I got is I got a one <laughs> fade, and then they just cut it on the top just for scissors. It was great. Yeah, but we're talking. About, we're not talking about haircuts. This okay, is, sorry. Yeah, this yeah. is hairstyling. So every hair dryer comes with different attachments. Attachments. But Dyson have created a new one, um, which has got some physics trick. So when I saw it was the sun, I immediately. Message Ross to ask him to check the physics because they said I can't even remember what it was called. What was it? Some Coelho effect. Coelho effect. Coabra effect. I don't know. That sounded like a Pokemon. Hold up. Kuduna. Kwanda effect. Kwanda. Oh yes, the Kwanda. Still sounds like a Pokemon. (laughs) Now I haven't heard of this the Kwanda effect before, um, but I went and did a little bit of research. Um, so to let you know what the effect is, probably the best way to describe it is if you run a tap very gently and then put a spoon in the tap, not the like curve, not the way you normally use a spoon, but like the back of the spoon. Oh, yeah. And if you put that under the tap, you can get the water to sort of curve further than it should be able to. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, okay. Um, so that's the Coanda effect. So it's basically um, it's used in uh, wings for planes as well. They use it to um, generate mm. up. So it, basically, it's a way of controlling air to sort of force air to go in a, a certain direction. Huh. Oh. So could it? What we want to know is, could it work? Well, I, I went onto Dyson's website and watched a very, um, very good video that talked through it all and um, had some. Good diagram showing what's going on as well. Um, but I, th- I think, yeah, they're probably all right. It's basically what they're doing is they're using this uh, quand effect. So basically they're forcing the hair to curve round. So instead of using like a rolling brush, which is what they use in salons, they mm-hmm. use a rolling brush and a hairdryer um, to sort of defrizz. Um, what they do is they force all the hair round this uh, sort of circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and that because you're forcing it round there, there's nowhere that the hair can go anywhere else. It's all been forced in the one direction. No, yeah, that actually makes sense because, like, I literally just got my hair done this week. Got something called a bouncy blow, um, which is where the it looks like your hair's been curled, but it's only done through a a hair dryer. Um, so what they do, what Ross was saying, they get that rounded brush, which has just got like three sixty little bristles brushes. See, bristles. So I I call that like a granny bristles. brush. No, I, yeah, I know because, it's not. Probably because a lot of them would because, use it yeah, to, to, for, to, their, for their not hair. perm their hair, yeah. but to like make it curly. Yeah, I know what you mean. That kind of curly. Is it like voluminous? Is that what it is? No, voluminous. It just it just like it. it no, it, it gives you like the kind of straight um, because you can you don't have to put curls in your hair by doing that. You can also just blow dry your hair completely straight by that. But what they're doing is yeah. they basically hold the hair dryer, hair dryer, and hold the brush, and they like put them together and zoom it down your hair so and it stops this frizz but it's oh. one people can't be bothered at home to do that it's really hard to do it to yourself yeah um so actually it kind of makes sense because if you look at the tool that dyson have used it is basically like a it like mimics the brush so instead oh, of you having cool. to hold two things you're holding one thing 
and you just push it down your hair and, and you're pushing it. it down oh so rather I than would, use two hands that's quite good yeah i really want to try this because um i've got a ghd hair dryer which i thought would be really good but if i just dry my hair normally it goes really bushy and looks like horrific so now my, my... No, sorry i should jump in here it always <laughs> looks amazing <laughs> but my mum's got a Dyson hairdryer, so I might persuade her to get the attachment. Tell her Ross has checked the physics of it and it works. <laughs> and uh, yeah. But I thought that was quite interesting that they, because Dyson actually are one of the few companies that will actually have like scientists that will do the research for that. Yeah. That's actually yeah, got cool. lots of innovation going on and uh, they do lots of research. How, yeah, because um, there's. How much was the attachment? Do you know what? I don't know. I'm going to have a look now quickly. So the hair dryer was £299. For a hair dryer? Cool. Oh, I th- that's cheap. It's usually like 400 <laughs> For a hair dryer. Well, guys, uh, if you want to purchase one of these, you can use the code IREADITOS and get 50% <laughs> off. Um, you are obviously going to have to write a letter to Dyson themselves. It's um, asking for 50% wait, off. Wait, I've got it. It's only £30 for the attachment. Considering the hair dryer is so expensive, that's okay. You could buy a whole hairdryer for that. Then. So yeah, so the Dyson flyaway attachment is actually £30, so it's actually worth... Oh, bargain. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, I suppose if, the, if, if, if you're able to just buy the attachment instead of actually having to buy a whole new thing, that's really good. Yeah, but I re- it will only fit on a Dyson hairdryer. Nah, yeah, we can make it fit. A bit of super glue, it'll fit on anything. <laughs> but you'll get, um, you'll, get other, you'll get other hairdryers that will... No, copy that copy oh, that right. yeah the, because yeah. It, to be honest it's not it, it looks it's just like a bit of plastic that's but the thing is though bit of plastic, i kind of so like it's one of those weird things where they're like it's it's another need mm. uh, like they they have actually identified a need you know because flyaways are a problem and therefore they've identified that need and went cool let's solve it i i that it is actually quite good um, well if you ask genuinely if you ask like any person with long hair what's like the most annoying thing and it will say that they can't get it to look like how it does when yeah. it's in the hairdresser so it's is so it annoying of the frizz? yeah well it's because like if you like no one can be bothered um because you have to like put, you have to put your hair into seg like different segments it would take it would take you about an hour and 10 minutes and your arms are constantly mm-hmm. up take me that so so while doing research for this um i also happened across um kim kardashian's blog (laughs) and she had another tip for dealing with frizzy hair and her tip so the 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 reason you get frizzy hair is basically you're building up static electricity in your hair and so it's all because as you're brushing it or hair drying you're you've got friction of one thing moving past your hair which either rips electrons or adds extra electrons to it. So it all becomes charged the same way. So they all want to repel from each other. So that's why it sort of spreads out. So what you want to do is you want to add those electrons back on. Um, and the best way to do that is to get a dryer sheet. Um, you know, the little like plastic sheets you oh, put in the dryer? Yeah. And then the tumble just, dryer. Tumble dryer. And then just rub that through your hair. And why did you not tell me this? Oh, I only found it today with all my hair research. Okay. So, so we need to try that. We need to see if that... But what's weird is, like, why do I have frizzier hair, because I've got curly hair, compared to someone that has, like, straight straight hair who, like, I'm thinking of my sister-in-law who has zero frizz, and then, but I have loads of frizz. Genetics. So why is that? 
that's, that's more genetics. That's more your genetics. The way the proteins are laid down, because your okay. genetics will determine the way the uh, keratin in your hair is laid down, and hmm. that's determined by your genetics. Bloody genetics. We'll also find out at the hairdresser that I actually have fine hair, but just a lot of it. Wait, I thought did I had she mean, thick hair. Did she that's mean like fine? fine. <laughs> no, no, she meant like the. Th- the thickness it's actually oh, very right. fi- it's actually fine hair but well, that would make it more likely when it's statically charged to repel yeah oh thanks so if you have he- like he- like heavier hair it's gonna wait so gonna i've just got loads of hair but whereas before i would have i was buying all the shampoo that was like for thick and unruly hair but it turns out it's just fine and loads of it and unruly i mean crazy. <laughs> very unruly <laughs> So yeah, so that was um, I can't believe well, we managed to speak for so long actually, just about hair. Well, I think we should try the the dryer sheet though. Yeah, that would be quite interesting. Although Amy, you were saying earlier that people with uh, curly hair shouldn't um, use high heat on their their hair dryer. Um, you should. Well, yeah, you shouldn't. The um. So I went off. I did a tiny little bit of research because I was like, oh. So I looked at the psychology of why people get their hair cut, which was really interesting. Um, learn about how your haircut determines maybe how your mental state is. Hashtag free Britney. Because um, we all remember what <laughs> happens when she shaved off her head. You know, mm-hmm. not maybe in the best mental sort of place. Um, however, I then went on and looked at the um, Annals of Dermatology website and it found a very interesting article on hair shaft damage from heat and drying time of a hairdryer. Which I thought was like one of the weirdest things I would ever have found. But actually, it was so interesting reading about it. So, basically your hair becomes more damaged the more heat you put it on. Which is obviously why they've got all those products for heat damage and heat prevention. However, um, the cortex, so the middle part of the hair, is actually hardly ever damaged in any of these situations. So it means that the outside must be making a barrier to prevent the inside so while it's going to damage maybe the outside of your hair the inside of your hair is still healthy which is is good the most important bit yeah. and well, if, if that wasn't healthy would it not just sort of fall out like the whole hair not the follicle but the well it would, would probably break, break it would probably break off a lot easier interesting yeah. and then they said that there was no difference between a moisture content of just leaving your hair to dry naturally or just hair drying it Oh, okay. oh, so it's, it's not actually bad to to hair dry. No, apart dry. according to this, no, which I I thought was just yeah, I thought it was quite. So all those protection stuffs are just an, another scam of the beauty industry to try and sell more. Potentially, products. however, the biggest it's, it's like all the creams you have to put in your face. The you um, put, one of the biggest things that like they did find in face. Yes, was that drying under ambient and ninety five degrees Celsius conditions appeared to change the hair color especially into lightness Ooh. so you're essentially can lighten your hair just by heating it up after just Ooh. 10 treatments apparently that makes sense because if you're in the sun a lot your hair goes a bit lighter exactly and Mine's it's obviously getting heated turning ginger i, I would have gone with copper but it's lovely thanks <laughs> i'm gonna need to get that purple shampoo also a spoiler i well not a spoiler i text my mum that article just as we were speaking and then she just went, great, we'll order. So she's going to be her... She's going to order it. Wait, what else can I, I get I just, to buy? Do you know why? It's because, <laughs> it's because I text her saying, um, we're just talking about this in our podcast and Ross, Ross has checked the physics and thinks it will work. <laughs> my mum thinks Ross is some sort of um, secret genius. And like if, if it's kind of like it's had the Ross seal of approval, then she'll nice. do it. 
Mm-hmm. But do you nice. know what's funny? And I was thinking about this. When I get new hair products, I always think, oh, wow, these work so much better. Or like new skin products. But it's because I put more It's all time... rubbish. <laughs> no, but it's because I put more time and effort into it. So like I bought really expensive shampoo and conditioner. I'm not going to tell Ross how much it was. And um, it's got this patent ingredients in it. Um, oh, but and because... Anyone can get a shampoo no. with uh, like patents on ingredients. Okay, anyway. but because The was... whole beauty industry is a scam. <laughs> I've been censored. I've been silenced. Because the whole anyway, industry is a scam. Because I was using it, I was spending. Way we managed more... thousands of years without any of these beauty products. Everyone was fine, right? Shh, Ross, shh, thank you. We are silencing because, you. Because I used it, um, I put way more effort into like doing things that you're meant to like that you're meant to that was meant to do like brush my hair with conditioner in it yeah or like use a specific towel so then it i think oh wow this uh, product's really working but it's just because i'm putting more time and effort into doing it so now i'm like oh does the product work or is it just because i was putting more time and effort sorry specific towel oh andrew don't even get me started on the curly girl She's method like 50 oh no no 30, 30 we're not going back to the curly girl method uh, it's a microfiber quick body with? like i don't understand because that's like a, what's the material of that it's towel. like towel <laughs> no but it's like terry cloth or whatever um, oh it is oh it's terry it's the nappy it's the nappy stuff isn't it mm-hmm. this is yeah. a microfiber terry towel, towel. microfiber so it causes it should cause less fridge and probably something to do with that static stuff you're talking about Okay, so that was a lot of chat about hair. Um, so now we are going to move over to... At least we're worth it. Hair today, oh, go Now the science bit. Fly <laughs> away, what? Oh, yeah. That's not fun. <laughs> um, so Andrew, you did the our next section, which is tell me you failed science at school without telling me you failed science at school. So, uh, yeah. So uh, this was kind of an interesting one this week because... Um, it was all about, obviously, in the news at the moment, there is a lot of, uh, di- let's say, discussion. Although I don't really feel there should be discussion. I'm quite opinionated on this. There should be one way, and that's it. Um, on masks, uh, on, on the wearing of masks, um, I am very much pro-mask. Um, and the <clears throat> we'll not get onto the high horse about what's, what I think is right or wrong. Um but the um and pro mask again just to clarify uh but what it was was that um a girl on tiktok was uh swabbing the inside of masks and then she was uh, growing the bacteria on um agar plates. agar plates now there's a couple of things so um that, that i kind of just wanted to bring up um because one of the main things is that um, you shouldn't really be doing microbiology um, if you're not in suitable lab conditions um, because microbiology is quite dangerous. Um, now, what she'd done is was that she had uh, she'd bought agar plates off, I think it was eBay or Amazon. Um, she then just took cotton swabs and she put alcohol on them. So that's kind of good. That is kind of keeping them sterile. Um, she then put the plates on the table and then just took the lid off and started to swab the mask and then she she drew a sort of i think it was a star shape on the agar plates um so one of the things that that as a as that we tried to teach in science is certainly that you should be using aseptic techniques which is 
trying to keep as many bugs off of that as possible and just opening up the lid there's bugs floating around in this in the atmosphere that will easily land on that land plate on there, yeah. and grow quite easily that's 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 quite common um the other thing is that she was doing it on mask that she had used so she was then starting to use masks uh, she was then starting to cultivate bacteria um that potentially had come out of a human being now that in itself is horrifically dangerous um and can you know you don't really know what you're growing you know when you saw the plates at the end which had grown with stuff on them um yeah they had loads of different things on there but there's no way to identify what they are um so sealing them up as well um she ended up sealing um the plates like all the way around with tape um which again is bad because bacteria need to breathe just as much as we do um, and there are some bacteria that don't, so you can make more harmful things if you're not going to um, deal with them in, in the end. So, all in all, it was kind of just a dangerous foray into uh, microbiology, and something that I would highly encourage people not to do, um, because you don't know what you potentially could be growing. could be the next superbug, who knows? Yeah. Well, you, cer- you certainly don't want to be opening the plates after you've grown anything, do you? Yeah, no. Oh, oh definitely not. So, so I, I know in school, we um, we put them in an autoclave once they're finished. So they're basically bur- burned. Yeah, well, so an autoclave, if you don't know what an autoclave heat. is. Yeah, an autoclave is a pressure cooker. It just it heats it up so it melts everything down. That's all it is. Yeah, it melts the plastic and everything. Yep. And it all gets to, yeah, destroyed. That's quite stressful that you can just create the next coronavirus well it will be a bacteria rather than a virus uh yeah so most like most likely it'll be a bacteria um but even that i mean it's still dangerous and the other thing as well is you got the potential you could make something that's i mean if you're taking the lid off of the the plate and the plate's just sitting there so that on the end what lands on the agar which is just basically like it's a fancy jelly it's a food uh, that the bacteria live off of um you can get um fungal spores landing on that and they can grow, and you can make fungus from that. Um, and if you then open up the lid, those fungal spores could go everywhere. And you're, if you're not working aseptically, so if you've not got a heat source, uh, so we would use a Bunsen burner in, in school, yeah. to pull, to draw air away from it so it's not going to come in contact with you, it's just dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's one of the things that... You know, now is not really the time to be mucking about and learning about this. So I, I can't home. remember the video. Did did she open up the plates at the end? Uh, you don't see. You don't, don't see. Okay. But either way, those plates should be destroyed. Now, they can just go in the bin. Uh, for most plates, that's absolutely fine. Um, but ideally, they should be, yeah, incinerated or put through an autoclave or you know if you don't have an autoclave then a pressure cooker is exact is what you need because they need to be destroyed plenty of disinfectant or no, yeah just don't do, do it microbiology yeah. at home. i think that you know if you want to do microbiology at home then do uh bread do moldy bread that's perfectly safe um because we all understand how moldy bread works so just yeah. make sure your bags are sealed up in that case making sure the bags are sealed is perfectly fine cool so there you are Nice. Thank you, Andrew, for that. We do the mouldy bread one every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we need to throw this one out. It's got a bit mouldy. Literally. Oh, yeah, and don't eat it because it goes further down in the bread. That's my other top tip. Don't scrape it yeah, off. Yeah, you were it telling goes us further that. Down. Yeah. Remember, we discussed that because I do that. Mags, don't, don't do that. No, one does that with cheese. <laughs> cheese is okay. Um, 
most cheeses and malt. Um, okay, so now we're going to move over to our questions this week. Um, questions from the public. Public. That is copyright somewhere. Oh, sorry. Public. So, first question is why can we not feed ducks bread? Ooh. Do you know, Ross? Because you're meant to feed them I, seeds or oats, are we? Yeah, I, well, the only thing I can think of is it's. Uh, grapes. It's I think grapes are good. Milled and processed, so I, I, I don't actually know. I, I don't know if it's just sort of not great for them or if it's actually bad for them. Do they not just fill them up? And yeah, they don't get so, anything. So, yeah, it, exactly. So, it's, it's actually both your answers. So, one, it's not nutritionally valuable for them um because it's had a lot of the stuff taken out of it that you know birds need like fiber etc so fiber from the husks etc and then you've got um the fact is that it'll expand in their stomach so it'll make them feel fuller so then they're not likely to go foraging for food because they don't know that they're hungry yeah okay yeah that's why you shouldn't do it so you meant to feed them i know oats grapes you're saying i think i'm sure grapes is something I think I saw it in the local part we've got, they said, like, frozen peas and sweet corn. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, I can imagine grapes, they would choke on that. Cut them in half. Mm, lengthways. <laughs> um, our next question is, can lemon juice give you a positive COVID test result? So this is the, there's been lots of stories about this recently. Yeah. Um, pupils before the holidays were trying to get out of school by faking lateral flow tests by putting lemon juice on them because you got the double line so do you guys know much about this uh Rob, I've just I've heard it on a news story but not uh so i um i saw this it was going to be one of our tiktok sort of don't do science thing um but actually um it worked so it well so you've done it it does it does work now however I'm caveating this with a a please do not do. We've done it for you, so you don't have to. Um, But actually, so it does give you a positive result, but it's actually a false positive. Um, So it's not actually a positive for COVID result. Um, What's happened is when you flood the little um, well at the front of the sample well, um yeah. with any liquids so well not any liquid but but certain liquids um mostly from fruits and veggies and things um it then rushes through the sort of wicking material at the bottom um and it can just overload the antibodies that are in there already or the markers sorry that are in there which cause it to have this reaction um because it's completely different from the sample so if you mix it with the um with the buffer solution that comes with it or the the sort of mm-hmm. that's actually yeah. the control solution um so that if you just put that solution in by itself and it runs it will you automatically get, line, get that one so, line yeah whereas if you use it with something else that something else has it isn't the correct sort of set of antibodies that are on the test strip so you can get different test strips for different things um, yeah. This test strip will still react to um, some things that aren't necessarily COVID, um, because 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 it's it's been triggered by something else. But the fact is, that doesn't mean the test is bad. 
because the test is designed for COVID, so you're supposed to be doing it with your um, saliva with and snot, etc. And the liquid, and they, the liquid they give you. But if you're yeah. using something else and you're still getting a positive, it doesn't mean that the test is wrong. It just means that um, you, you've got a, a false positive. So you can still have that reaction. Um, so it doesn't say, it doesn't mean, obviously, it doesn't mean that you're positive for COVID, which is, is good. Um, but yeah, it, it, it has been used in that way. And it really, you know, please stop, please, please stop. Um, because it's a pain <laughs> it for work? everybody. Would it work on like a pregnancy test? A pregnancy test will be very similar, yeah. So if you decide to put something else on a pregnancy test, then it, really, it even though because I thought it would, me- I thought pregnancy test measures the hormone that's in your urine when you're pregnant. But it's exactly the- so. It's the same system. But it's designed for for pee. Yeah. So if you put something else in it, what's pee? Acidic or alkaline? Alkaline. And just lemons acidic. Yeah. So then, if it looks like it's. So it might. So so I, I I'm actually not too sure what would happen. I've not peed on one of the sticks. I have. Well, that's right. The, <laughs> the, the LA strips. No, I peed on a pregnancy test. Did it work? No, no. I was not no. pregnant. Because when you first when you um, do a pregnancy test and you're not very pregnant, the line is so faint. Yeah. You don't know if you're if it's just, just you imagining it or not. So we made Ross urinate. On a stick to, uh, see, the to see the difference. Well, so that it's interesting that and you say it's faint. And then bought fifteen others because the, <laughs> because the um the when I when I did it, I used uh, concentrated lemon juice, so I used lemon juice out of a bottle, uh, and it the line was there, but it was very faint. Um, and is I was there like, actual oh. lemon juice in it. I, th- I thought I heard somewhere that lemon juice doesn't contain lemons. Maybe lime juice. Oh, yeah, both. I didn't want to. One of them, one of them do doesn't contain. Yeah, one of them doesn't contain like lemon, or, like lemon juice doesn't contain lemon, or lime doesn't contain lime. One of them, oh, right. I think. Would it work on a PCR test as well? Uh, no. So that's that's the difference between uh, a lateral flow test, which is just like mm-hmm. lateral flow is a bit like if you do um, uh, is it color, color, color um, chromatography, chromatography. chromatography. That they work in the same way. So you put that dot at the bottom of your paper, you dip the paper in water, the water pulls up, pulls all the stuff with it. Uh, PCR is completely different. PCR is actually looking for a specific sequence of DNA that it copies right. and copies and copies. Um, PCR tests are the same tests that you use for paternity tests. So the, it's all the same thing. Uh, paternity so tests. You're, you're actually getting the DNA of the thing that you're... Yeah, and you're getting a small section... Does that mean that they, you know, they talk about the the strands and the variants and things like that? Yep. Every PCR test is testing for everything, is that right? Uh, or do you need to do other tests to work out what the variants are? Uh, so, so yeah, so you would be you would probably be doing a raft of different tests. Um, so you would be doing they they would have specific PCR markers for which we would call primers that are specifically looking for. Um, the variants so they might have a sort of mix of the variants that they're looking for in that one sample and then you're just trying to see if they're coming out yeah okay yeah cool yeah nice thank you that was useful um and our last question this week is from holly she has asked why do we need sleep i feel like i could be asking this question controversial topic yeah yeah Uh, we're not explained that 
We are not sleeping just now. <laughs> it's, uh... Sorry, our child is not sleeping, therefore we are not sleeping. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I know that we need sleep. We've sp- spoken about sleep a few times, but is it more our body, like muscles and stuff need sleep, or do we mentally need sleep? I think that's a combination of both. Um, so that you're not necessarily going to overwork um, the system. You can die if you don't sleep for, is it a week? Uh, yeah, they, they, those sleep, uh, they did sleep, tri- not trials, but like sleep experiments where they made people stay awake for quite a long time and they started to hallucinate. They did it on Channel 4. They did stuff. like a, yeah. Oh, yeah. a they did show. like a reality TV show of people. They're all allowed to sleep for one hour a day. Was it, did that one have, weird question, did that have Anthea Turner on it? I don't know, actually. No, oh. that must be like a celebrity one. Now, this is just like quite dangerous thing to do, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you hope they're doing it under the right conditions. Was it um, Channel think... Four, though? Yes. Of yeah. <laughs> Rogues. Um. I, I, you know, you were asking earlier, but is it for your brain or your body? But I think it is more for your brain. Because if you think about it, when you're sleeping, your body's still moving a lot. Or it still does a bit of tossing and turning and flopping side to side. So it's not like your your muscles need to not move for six hours. Mm-hmm. Like it's more that your your brain needs to catalogue events. That's how brain, sleep's been described to me. Is it's your your body or your brain deciding what needs to be kept. Like was it Inside Out? The film Inside Out. Inside that's, Out, yeah. That's actually oh, okay. supposedly quite a good description of what goes on. So you're getting rid yeah, of yeah, you're getting no, rid of information you don't you're need. You get rid of information you don't need. You're cataloging what you do need um, into long term memory. Kind of. I it's a it's a good description of that process. That just doesn't happen just when you sleep though. So it happens all the time. You're constantly moving things from short term to long term memory. Um yeah. through the process of um rehearsal, organization and elaboration or row. So by doing these three different things, so repeating it again and again and again and again and again, organizing into chunks or elaboration, sorry, that's my middle finger, um, which is where you expand upon um, like the, 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 the concept or whatever it is that you're trying to move into long-term memory. So that, that definitely does happen. Um, but at the same time as all of this is happening, you're getting a buildup of a, a molecule called... Um, adenosine uh, uh, and that's going out throughout your whole day so you're getting this build up blah 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 and then when you it, it causes you to then go to sleep so that you can then break it down so then it drops it down um mm. so a bit like um i don't know it's if we've like talked about molecule you don't want uh, it's not it, it's not a bad molecule no it's just it's just it's a build up molecule that you don't necessarily um need lots of so it's a bit like have we spoken about homeostasis before unsure <laughs> so homeostasis is basically how you regulate uh things in your body so if you say for example um you are uh needing to pee so you start off having a pee and you're like kind of at baseline and then you slowly over the course of like the next couple of hours have juice blah 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 have drink have tea have coffee have milk etc and then you get to the point where you're like oh my bladder's full i need to pee so then it drops it back down again and that yeah. that or or temperatures the other one that we use quite a lot so you get too hot you start to sweat you sweat too much you start to shiver um you're constantly in this sort of balance and that that's all it is and that leads to 
controlling your the circadian rhythm, which is oh, that yeah. thing that we've spoken about before. So the sleep, mm-hmm. the asleep and awake, and sleep and awake. But as well, I mean, like your brain is is obviously still active when you're mm-hmm. um, asleep, quite active. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amy chats a lot in her sleep. Mm-hmm. Nice. She's getting it out there, you know. <laughs> Usually, you can't tell what it is, but sometimes she like waits for a reply, so I reply, and then she just like carries on the conversation. I probably haven't been asleep. So um yeah, and that's that's one of the things that kind of um you need is quite important is sleep. So getting approximately uh, for adults at least it is uh, seven to nine hours ish, mm-hmm. if if possible. Um, so adults is anybody over the age of twenty six, mm-hmm. um, for that level of sleep. So teenagers obviously need a lot less sleep, um, but obviously a lot less. A lot. Uh, sorry, a lot more. Sorry, a lot more. Uh, they need yeah. um, ten, eight, eight to ten. Eight to ten. <laughs> yeah. And kids have yeah. young kids have like will sleep twelve hours at night. Yes. Yeah. And of course, Plus naps throughout the day. I think newborn babies are like eighteen hours a day. Yeah. Something. It's it is. It's it's mental. Are, yeah. are old but, people not like four or five hours? So they're they are a little bit less, but ideally they should be still getting the same sleep as sort of your average adult. So, because I remember my great auntie used to get up at like four in the morning. Jeez. And that would be her up for the day. Yeah. Because she's had all her sleep. The other thing as well you need to be aware of is that like light has an effect. So, mm. obviously, as well. And, and actually, the, there's not that many degrees difference between like where I live and where you guys live. And yet, I know up here at half, right now, about half past 11, 12 o'clock at night it's still relatively light, um, yeah. which can actually have an impact on your circadian rhythm. Um, so mm. I, I still wake up at half past four. And um, mm. if you sometimes wake up at half past four in the morning, then why don't you drop us an email at iredos <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, or if you've got a question that you want to send us in, uh, please find us on any of our social media platforms, uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok, etc. at iredos. Um, please make sure you tell everybody else about us because what else are you doing at that time of the morning? Throw us on. We're on all sort of places where you can get your podcasts. Um, please feel free to drop us a review and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Two weeks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.